Good morning to everyone out there. I hope y'all had a good 4th of July weekend. My name is Marcus Griffin, and I am your host with the Zenergy Zone. And we also have my lovely co host. <laughs> Are you going to introduce me or do I introduce myself? Always introduce yourself on this. Okay, I'm Lily. I'm Lily. Also, if you are choosing to listen to this in the evening, uh, good evening, because we, we're recording it in the morning, but, you know, anytime you listen to this, I hope it's a good time. I like that. <laughs> it is a good time. It's a great time. How was your 4th of July? Uh, uneventful. Good thing, bad thing, cool thing, or just what it is thing. I mean, it it was like this. You know, it was another day in July. I basically was like, I tried to find something to do for my kid, and uh, luckily. Her negotiating skills um, have set in because she was able to be placated with ice cream. Fourth of July. Let's do it. Let's do a survey of holidays not to miss (laughs) and rank it. That's what we're going to do today. Just on the ranking level, like number one. So so number one, don't want to miss. Thanksgiving, Christmas, which one you got? What'd you put number one of can't miss? We'll rank it from one being the best, 10 being the bottom if there is 10 holidays. I think, honestly, I feel like Christmas is, well, and it's sad because it is, it's, it's one of those holidays that even though it is steeped in religion, it is commercialized enough so that like everybody can enjoy Christmas to where like when you tell people I didn't do anything for Christmas, they there's like movies for that. Like it's a sad thing when you tell someone that like I didn't do anything for Christmas, which honestly I'm getting really used to not doing anything for holidays because uh, especially we need with to change that. that we need to pick up that that energy, that holiday energy. <laughs> well, like, absolutely. okay. So, so we'll go top holidays, worst holiday to be alone on. That's that's what we're gonna do. Top holiday. You know what's interesting as you I hear you speak, I go, Christmas ain't nothing but Thanksgiving with gifts. Yeah. Well, I feel like a lot, a lot of the celebrations are kind of like my favorite holiday is Halloween. Okay. So for me, like so on a on a so what you so you got Halloween number one? Halloween is number one. Honestly, like October, because when during the pandemic, when Halloween was like a like October is is canceled, I was like, no, it's not. I started doing my my makeup thing, the like new Halloween makeup look every day. So I'll do like 31 looks. And now that's a tradition. 
Um, I will say Christmas because my daughter's born around Christmas. So I'm going to go with Christmas, number one. Favorite holiday. All right. Yeah, and I do think that it, it um, like, my daughter knows that, like, Halloween is, like, mine and her thing. Yeah, that's cool. Halloween, okay, what's your number two? Um, I mean, I guess Christmas. Okay, you got but Halloween, honestly, Christmas. Like, I feel like Christmas is getting more and more overrated. But is it because of the like I feel like the gift card put the thought process out of style. Mm. But we're saved by it. Because I will load the <laughs> gift card my mama. Yeah. Um, no, I'm actually like I am. St- I guess because I gift cards are still for the rich because those things will add up. So I still very much am for the, I made you this, you know. I'm going to go my number two. I'm going to go with Labor Day. <laughs> yep. Man, that's a man's holiday. Labor Day. Is it Labor Day, the beginning of September? If it's your second favorite holiday, you better know when Labor Day is. I understand. I'm going to call bullshit. It's Labor Day. I'm going with Labor Day. You wear white or you don't wear white. Is it illegal to wear? I don't see. That's that's a good holiday where you don't know when it lands on. But I just know. I believe there's rules around it. Labor Day is the same effect of a 4th of July, but the fireworks to get kicked off is football season, baby. Right after Labor Day, we go right into football season. That is a starting point for man shit. Yes, okay. Labor Day is my second favorite holiday. What you got? It's like man season has, has just... Man season. What you got on that third one? Um... What are all the holidays? <laughs> well, I tell you, you got to bring joy in your life. I'm going to go 4th of July, Thanksgiving, Valentine's Day. I know it's not a holiday, but it's something nationally celebrated. Um, no, I think Valentine's Day is a holiday. Like, I would memorial. definitely. Is it Memorial Day? Don't care about that day, sadly. Um, we have New Year's Eve. Oh, okay. You know what? You know you what? We're going with this. I, I, think I love that. Same. Like, I forgot about New Year's Eve, but I'm going to be bold and I'm going to say Halloween is first. My New Year's Eve is second because I have a huge, um, it's not a superstition, but I you put your mind into something. It just is true. And so Every year that I don't do something like, you know, good on New Year's Eve, if I don't have a good New Year's Eve, it's indicative of like the year. So I, I kind of always try to make New Year's Eve um, like something that I'm like, this is good. So I'm going to actually say my New Year's Eve is, uh, is number it's two. Second. And then Christmas will be third. 
Okay. Because my third. I don't have anything else. My third, I'm going to go ahead. Let me think here. I'm like trying to go through all the months because I feel like every month has something. Like there's Easter. Um, Being that Thanksgiving was good this past year, I'm putting Thanksgiving third. <laughs> Just because it was a good one this year? It really was. The food and you really get family gathering. So you're, are you Christmas, Labor Day, and Thanksgiving? Uh, and you see this thing still, football on a Thanksgiving day. See where this is going? I like it. Yeah, I'm going to go Thanksgiving third. I'm going to go Thanksgiving third. Okay. Your third is Christmas. Yeah. All right. Your fourth. Okay, how many are we literally just gonna rake rate these down until there's no more holidays? Because I feel yeah. like gold we'll go medal and bronze. We'll go top five. Um, now I just feel like I'm throwing holidays out there. I guess my birthday, but that's not a holiday. See, I was gonna consider that too. Yeah, we'll go birthday four. For me, five is New Year's Eve. I'll go five New Year's Eve. I just never had too many like great New Year's Eve moments. That's, like, I remember one New Year's Eve. See, that's why your life isn't great. (laughs) I said, that's why your life isn't great. (laughs) Yeah, that turn of the, the turn of the New Year, like, the New Year's Eve is, like, one New Year's Eve, I had my girl, like, at the time, girlfriend, I mean, this was, like, first love come over. This was, like, you know, like, this was one where you know, because Griff don't like to chase like that, or Griff don't like to be strung on and all that type of stuff. This was one type of relationship where, I mean, now that I think back at high school, we were kids. Like, I was 15. I think she was 12, but she was so apprehensive to kiss me. But we hung out all the time. So I go, <laughs> I <wonder> why. <laughs> yeah, like, she's apprehensive and, and to kiss me. 12-year-olds usually are. <laughs> but, but then it was like, no real affection, but then she was catching the bus all the way from West Covina to Morovia to see me, and we spent time, and then I was like, yo, this some bull, gave her the, the ultimatum, and then was like, fuck it, I'm gonna move on with these women over here, and then was I learned that... Was she 12 at the time of the bus ride? What's that? Was she still 12 at the... at the? Oh, that's why I'm like, it's a different time and age. She was like, okay, let's just say 13 even. The fact that 13, say, where 14, was her mama? <laughs> huh? Where was her mama? Live with her grandma, man. That was the new grandma era where black kids was with their grandmas at that time. I don't even um, think it was black kids. I think kids and their grandmas, like, maybe it's just our generation, maybe, because, like, I, there's so many of us that are like, yeah, my grandma, you know? Yeah, you'd be about her age, I'm guessing. And, that was the one I will say got away based off. That was like the the immature guy moment of. Now I didn't say this to her, but it's like, man, you ain't you ain't putting out, so I I gotta get mine, you know. And that was kind of that demise to that situation. It does sound like her had a similar twelfth year, so I'm gonna say except for the bus ride. 
Well, anyway, she came over, and this was now where I'm in college. My mom was away. I don't know if she went to Vegas. I don't know what she did. She was away. Friends came over. And earlier that day, me and a friend was uh, horse playing, and he swings and hits me in the mouth. And I bit my cheek in the process, so I'm bleeding, leading into New Year's Eve. And so I don't even know if we stayed up for New Year's Eve. Then fast forward to another New Year's Eve where I was with my brother and his wife. We had edibles. I was a little high. The date I was with, she was high, but she was acting weird and all messed up. And so it's just a awkward night there. Um, last year's New Year's Eve, I think we slept on it. Yeah, I don't think we went anywhere. Shocking, because my girlfriend and I love to travel. I think we right. just went to sleep and woke up like, oh, Happy New Year's. I did have one where I made Chili and some friends came over when I was married. That New Year's Eve was decent because it was just casual. But I never like, okay, I'll say this. No, there was a good one. My best friend and I went to the Rose Parade New Year's Eve, which that was a dope-ass experience because we threw marshmallows around 11. I don't even know where the hell we got marshmallows, but everybody was throwing marshmallows. That was the thing to do. Everybody's throwing them, but then the cop goes, hey, Put that down. I'm like, really? Everybody's throwing marshmallows. I'm the one that gets popped. And that's usually kind of me. Yeah. Oh, for like, sure. Amazing. Like, it was interesting. Like, last day of school, everybody throwing eggs. I throw an egg. I'm suspended. I'm like, everybody's throwing them. Like, it's just so I don't really do any wrong doings because I know it'll be me. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah. It's like elevated. Yeah. Kind of. But yeah, so. New Year's Eve, not the best. I'm trying Christmas, to remember. I just love the smell of things. Christmas was just always Ugh. good to me. I cannot stand the, like, from November to January, the permeating scent of cinnamon just is everywhere. And I am allergic. So it is not oh, a I good smell. It has like this pine cone scent. I love that. See, I like pine, like evergreen, all of that. But like, usually the go-to Christmas cinnamon, and I'm like, Ugh. even in I don't even know if it's cinnamon. You sure it's not nutmeg? Safe. You sure it's not nutmeg? Are you asking me, are am, like, am, which one am I allergic to, or which smell of Christmas? Because either way, nutmeg and cinnamon are usually friends. I don't know. I love both, but. <laughs> I'm trying to remember the first um, New Year's Eve that I got to spend, like, Stan's family. Like, uh, Stone Talk, because we're just going to have to edit this as a freaking truck drive by. No, man, if we, if we keep my yelling at, at people into things, uh, if we keep my interruptions, yours, yours gets to stay as well. Oh, I'm about to pee in a minute, so. <laughs> <laughs> Would not be the first time. <laughs> People get the real confessions from an addict with the Zenergy Zone, like, hey. Look, you know, this is this. <laughs> I love that, that like, the elevation of our situation will get to a point where it's like, remember when we used to pee on the show? Like, good old times. 
<laughs> like, no, that's going to happen like, when we really get followers. Like, man, you changed, man. You yeah, take a piss guys. on the show and let cars <laughs> and trucks go by. Now you got a whole studio and you want to be professional. Right? Gone are the days of being in corners and yelling at roommates. <laughs> you elaborate and hold it down for like three minutes. I'll be right back. Okay. I remember, I'm really genuinely trying to remember like what my first New Year's Eve was where I kind of got to be away from family. And I'm imagining it was in college, but for the life of me, I cannot pinpoint any, probably because it was a while ago. But I will say one, I think the the New Year's Eve that I genuinely was like, that was, I had such a good New Year's Eve that it just kicked off like my year. I was, um, I was in a girl rock choir. And so all of us hung out and it was such just a great, I think that was also like the first time I had been kissed for New Year's Eve. And oh, I was you like, had a whimsical moment. Whimsical, yes. I love that word, by the way. W-H-I-M-S-I-C-A-L. Um, y'all can test that if you so want to. So whimsical. Uh, yes. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think because up until uh, a lot of my uh, New Year's were like with my parents, like my mom, you know. Um, I don't really well, remember. I, I honestly wish I could have made Fourth of July happen for you. It was a block party. I mean, you could have been up and down the street at our place. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? My yeah. girlfriend invited her friend Gigi, which sounds a good time. Um, let me tell you about like, Fourth. I like it. It's like my you. girlfriend invited her friend. I'm not inviting mine though. <laughs> like, you know, I said it in a way like I didn't know where inviting people were. I'd have been like, hey, come through. But um, so it was an interesting fourth because so. the person that I'm coming into, I love this like comfortability that I am at where I go from conversation to conversation and if the conversation drops off, I don't care. I leave and go somewhere else. Or I just be by myself. So it's not even that I'm anti-social. I'm just more so not anti-go out of my way. Like, have you seen that? Like, no offense, and I apologize. My mom is kind of that way. Like, she had one conversation because my girlfriend's dad and sister, they grew up in Duarte. Well, we live in Morovia. These cities are right next to one another. In case you don't know about Morovia and Duarte. So my mom goes, oh, you might know, you, 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 you might know, what, what's their name, Marcus? The Brooks. You, you know the Brooks? No, I, I, don't, I don't think I know the Brooks. Is it, is it Sarah Brooks? No, no, it's James Brooks. But, okay, you don't know them. Oh, oh, what, what about, what, is it the, is it the Caldwells? Is it, the, it's the Blackwells, mom. Do you know the Blackwells? No, I don't know the Blackwells. I'm like, all right, enough. Are we going to, no, she don't know. Like, move the fuck on. And what's she gonna do if they if she's they yeah I know him oh cool me too you <laughs> like, see and this we, is why we, we bring together because I'm like 
You don't even know a mom. That's the funny thing. She just rattles <laughs> off these people that are my friends that she barely knows only through me. And then I'm the asshole that goes. You have that moment, and then I, I, I get back into my context. As my mom goes over there and talks to that woman, talks to the, her, the woman is uh, my girlfriend's aunt. Her name is Ross. Yeah. Ross, and this is where I, 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 I come to, I was going to wait to get to that conversation, but I'll drop <laughs> it now as I float from combo to combo. Which, by the way, is interesting because I was talking to her father for like split second because they got motorized bikes. And I was about to get on. Then a white man just comes over and taps him on the shoulder. Older white man. He goes, oh, and then they have a conversation. I go, eh, fuck it. You know what I mean? I wasn't going to really ride it anyway. So that's when I sit down. Enter Roz. So Roz comes over to me. And it's so beautiful being high. Because you know what being, and I don't have to tell you this, and probably no other <laughs> smokers this, the beautiful thing about being high, which maybe I should tell Lily this, because Lily is so accustomed to being high that her patience meter isn't as long as someone that's high that's registering everything. See, me, I slowly register everything and slowly wait till someone finishes because I already understand in some aspects how some people talk. This person with this person, Roz, came talk talk to me. Like, I don't know if she tapped me or whatever, but she goes, You remind me of my brother. <laughs> I get to remind me all the time. Let me see how your brother is. You know, let's see this brother's story. No, nah, the way you carry yourself, I was like, I hope. Usually I go, I hope in a good way, but there's no interruptions. I'm sure you're gonna tell me. Cause I just <laughs> sit there and pause and wait and i'm looking up as she's kind of blocking the sun so i'm like perfect just keep right there don't move to the side no left or right stay right fucking there and i'll show you i can pay attention cool you remind my brother like y'all are very similar okay all right that's cool no like if you don't fuck with the person if you don't know them you don't fuck with them and so i immediately kind of in Zen mode, because weed has this, hold on now, I don't want to give that. I love and appreciate and hold everyone dear in my circle that is around me, that is within my circumference, that is within my presence. No, I don't want, so I'm, I'm very much like, I hope I don't give that off. I apologize. Oh, no, no. I like it. I fuck with it. Oh, okay. So now I'm back engaged. It's first off, you know, so it's that flow. No, I like it. Okay. No, because that's cool. Because, you know, you, you, you say how it is. You say what you feel. You straightforward with yours, you know? You, you. All right. Once again, I'm sounding like a fucking asshole. Just get to it. Say you and my brother are some assholes, and I appreciate it. 
That's what I'm thinking. No, as she elaborates more, and I admit, being high, fucking dipped off for a second. I heard birds chirping. You know what I mean? I'm watching my daughter play. I'm going to let you know that even when you're sober, you dip off. Oh, man. If you're too long, I... You're you still here. All right, it's going to make my brain up. go somewhere else that I'll, I'm doing it. Yeah, so for like a minute, maybe maybe six, maybe maybe 60 seconds, that's what I was going to really say. Maybe 45 seconds, I was gone. <laughs> then it comes back as I hear, you remember when I first met you? Aha! That's why you brought this shit up. Because who in the fuck? Shout out to Corey Hogan for that. Fuck! But who doesn't say, hi, my name is Roz. You remember me? I'm Velvet's auntie. Hey, Marcus, how are you doing? Hello. Happy fourth. I mean, just greetings you get from a regular text. You don't have implied text on your brain you don't have none of the hello how are you you don't have any of the already programmed messages no straight up i like you because if you don't know somebody you don't fuck with them which immediately as a comedian i'm like exactly and i don't fucking know you you know and that but i'm high <laughs> but i appreciate the shade you're casting in, mm-hmm. in literal and uh metaphysical oh. And it's for a moment you just go, I wish, why is it only moments for me? Thank you, God, but I just wish someone else was here in this capacity to see where we could link up heads and be like, I wish there was a time when I could carry Lily with me so I can go, hey, check this shit out, Lily. She about to to recall the time where I did this. Watch, watch. Just pay attention if you can. Good, I'm going to doze off over here. Keep listening, though. Tap me on the shoulder when it happens. I told you, didn't I, Lily? Look, <laughs> didn't I? This is where it all makes sense. And it all ties in. You took two minutes and 30 seconds to tie this shit in. And she goes, nah, we were at Velvet's graduation. And I was joking with you a little. As you were getting your plate of food, I said something that caught your attention or something. And you just, this bitch. And I go, see? That's where you get, that's where you came at me with. But then I go, how the fuck? I don't have any proof of that. <laughs> Nor memory. No, Nor no. memory, and I'm high. I can't even recall the situation. And in my head, I go, damn it, I want to tell you a fucking lie. But then that'll come off of, you remember when I saw you at 4th of July, you called me a liar? <laughs> I don't believe I said that, Roz. Believe I said you're full of shit. Two different things. <laughs> but so that was part of my fourth. As I navigated through this to go, aha, ah, you don't really like it. You just tiptoed around the fact that you want to get this story out with me. Perfect. Hey, once again, I apologize. I didn't mean to be that way. And if I did that, oh, that is wrong of me. I'm well, so and she might, she might, it might genuinely remind her of her brother. So she might actually have like an affinity for you because of it. Well, you know this is how I know I was high because it's just hitting me now. I'm like, oh shit, my girlfriend's dad is her brother. I just realized that fucking now. I go, oh, now I don't know if it's her only brother. Maybe, maybe it ain't. I don't know, but it was just interesting because, and I love my girlfriend dearly. But 
the beautiful thing about our friendship is there's this, we are impressed by one another. Where if we look like what we did with people, they would look at us like we are fucking Stewie from Mad TV. But yet we're like, no, I see what you could do. I see what you could do. <laughs> I really see. Do it again. And you would do it. And I'm like, oh my God, did you see what you can fucking do? And then we would do that with each other. And then to the, everybody else is like, okay. You remember the conversation. You, know, you don't understand what the fuck I just did there. I knew where the fuck she was going where before. The, what the fuck? You don't think that's a little bit like kind of deep? Nothing at all. Not like if I was able to pick it out, I'd be the fucking. And this is where I go, I would love to be. This is where I go when people go, you're an asshole. Or like when my mother always goes, you're just like your father. I'm like, eh, nah, because I could be a lot worse than what you think you all, you think you know. Right. You're like, you want me to be just like him? Hey, exactly. Because I go, asshole, trust. I haven't scratched the surface of what I could be because I really was fighting it to go, oh, shit, we had a bad encounter, did we? <laughs> just to blow her mind. Oh, just because she would do, just, just to hear her do this thing. Oh, no, it wasn't bad. I mean, I understand. You don't know me. It wasn't bad. It had to be bad because you're still talking about it to right now to this fucking day. And that's where we go with a Lily, a Lily and I friendship. We go, it's amazing who we are, energies we attract, and we really to ourselves are like, we're nobodies. I'm literally a nobody and you still thought about this. And maybe I wasn't the guy that you really ran into that really gave you the look. Maybe, but if I was, you thought about this shit. You know, my girlfriend's graduation was last fucking year. Mm. That's what we'd be amazed at. That shit was last fucking year. <laughs> no wonder you don't think I'm supposed to remember that. <laughs> you remember that brief encounter we had at the buffet? And it was a look, and I was eat. It probably was like I just want to eat, bitch. Like I'm hungry. Right, no and offense. it's funny because it's, like, it's such a like. It sounds like such a natural thing for you to do. That you wouldn't even like register it as something you have to remember. And it, it's just, it's interesting where there's always a balance between I'm just meeting the family and now I'm in the family. So, whatever it is that she goes, you, I don't know you, I don't fuck. No, I probably gave you the look like, you mean I could be my total self around here? We can crack jokes. <laughs> no, nah, I can't do that to shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, when can I bring Griff out? <laughs> yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey, nigga, these fuckers is cool, man. Don't even trip, man. Hey, oh, you got the weed, I got the blow. Oh, it ain't that kind of party? Shit. Yeah, baby, I I, I, I relapsed. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I need to tell you. You but ruined Christmas. Parents, I got a little nervous, but no. And so it's just amazing it's going to be said like this and it's going to be said to all my peoples that do listen to three four people I'm telling you right hand to God be amazed with how amazing you are even in this little capacity yes this will not go on record to mount to anything. 
but it's amazing. The encounters I'm having with Lily that understand, trust. I go, I will pick you up an hour early and I will expect nothing from the fucking day because there's always a something with Lily. Dude, tell, and here's the thing. I am so like grateful that at least to have another person experience it with me so that because I, I feel like you know how people have like man they always got excuses coming up with shit and I'm like at least I have you to validate that it's like no 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 you know how like <laughs> those things oh. really happen I'm the friend and this is what I I I I like when you do the turnover and I'm telling you people do the turnover to be peace, to make peace with yourself, to be happy, the choice to go ahead and say life is good. Create that narrative. Cause guess what? I am in love with the day when I pick Lily up. Cause I go, what the fuck can happen now? Because I'm the guy that goes, okay. hey, this is perfect. It's all falling apart. What else can go <laughs> wrong? Some people get all mad at that. Some people get all, what else can go wrong? I go, let's see. Because no one will believe this shit. Well, I'm, gonna tell I'm you. not a believer is we went to Taco Bell the other night. And I go, <laughs> is your uh, Mexican pizza really sold out? And Lily goes, the sticker didn't say that. I don't know how to fucking read. How about that? The picture, goddammit. <laughs> Lily gets it. I love how, like, they literally had, like, nothing. They were nothing. barely a Taco Bell. A taco, we don't have a shell or they wrapping. They had so many, like, signs that were like, we're out of this, we're out of that. Like, yeah, how the fuck you run out of? We're out of that. I'm like, you need more signs. How the fuck you run out of bags? You gave us a shopping bag. This says Lucky's on it. <laughs> I'm just, like, and I get fascinated because I go, damn, Lily, this is fucking amazing. I apologize for I apologize for thinking, oh, it's just the way you think. It's a concept. You're like, it's not. I'm happy and jovial. And Yeah, and that's what's I weird. Just, that like, like like Lily goes to Target. Do you have any uh storage storage bins? Yeah, no lids. Huh? We don't have any lids. All came with all storage, no lid, no pin. But what? That won't make sense. Why would they send it like I have? Craziest thing. The shipper, as soon as he got on the road, damn it, you forgot the pens. You just go, hey, that. And then it's just beautiful when we get together. My luck, this house is so beautiful. My luck can't truck hers, Trump hers. But she does get to watch the whole flip side of, she gets to watch a flip side of Marcus tires flat. Oh, five minutes. Just so happens the AAA is right around the corner. Good, good for Marcus. Mind you, Lily cars flat. Lily like cars flat. The whole engine's shot. Like it's, <laughs> but it's just a flat tire. Yeah, we found some. Where, like it was bad, but lovely. So you know? yeah, that was part of my fourth. The other half goes. The other half. Well, hold on. Full... Before we move on to our holidays, while we're on my like glitch sitch. Uh, I have to tell you why I texted you at like O Dark 30 last night with my my luck text. 
No, and I was I was knocked out as I only got two hours of sleep. But well, and like it was more of a hail mary because I was like, I mean, okay, so this is what happened. For some reason, I have no idea still now why. Like, I sometimes use Venmo for my Uber, right? Uh-huh. And I had, I used Venmo to Uber myself to uh, Pomona last night uh, to do karaoke. And sing, sing, sing. Yay, yay, yay. Um, and my friend that was there, um, like, he's like, okay, are you need an Uber? And I was like, yeah, I'm getting an Uber. And so then he's like, okay. And he, like, he goes to leave because he has to be, like, up early. And um, I go to Uber and it is not working. Like for some reason, it's just not, it's like saying like pay a dollar. I'm like, I don't even know what that means. Like I have enough in my Venmo. I just, and I could not figure out how to get it to work. And I was like, what, why is this happening? And then I was like, okay. So then I'm like thinking, what do I do? Do I like, who can I call? And I was like, I do have a friend who lives in Pomona. However, I am not calling him because it would be worse than calling your dad. Because one, you know, like when you have those friends that almost enjoy like your ridiculousness because it makes them feel better about like their. Is it one of those like, how could you be so irresponsible and not just yeah. think about it? Like, I have friends, like, like, it's funny because, um, what, it, what ended up happening is my friend that had left doubled back and dropped me off. And I felt bad because I'm like, you have a long way to go. But he's like, I would have felt bad. Like, literally, low key, I was getting scared because this, this, uh, like, I got, I got hit on by a hobo and he like, you know, when they do the like, damn like walking by you. And I was like, nope, I am not looking up for my phone. And then he did, he got close, like hot breath, neck close. I was like, fuck, I'm getting back at the bar. Like, this is, I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. So I was like, I'm not. You couldn't find anyone at the bar to give you a ride that you hang with, that you mingled with? No, that I would have done that. That would have, like, no. So, because it was already like closing, so it's probably like the uh, the bartender and two other guys. That sounds like the best skit ever, because you know damn well, like girl version leaving the bar, hey baby, boy version leaving the bar, homeless woman, hey baby, hey, you got any place we could hide? You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like, yeah, not same same. It's a slight little, you know, just a little bit, but um. And I was already like going through, like, okay, if I have to walk, I'm avoiding holes for sure. Uh, I'm putting my bright ass yellow backpack inside my shirt, like it actually was wearing a dress. I'm like, I put this dress in to my leggings because you can't have a, a skirt and be walking at night. That's just you can't do that. Don't do that. Um, and then yeah, so I was already coming up with game plans. But Next it's gonna be like, and uh, all the things it rained. No. <laughs> right. 
started to drizzle. But what I think what was frustrating is like I was getting down on myself because I'm hearing all of the conversations that I haven't actually initiated because I know that this is what the conversation is going to be. And I'm like, okay, who are the people that would come save me? And I'm like, nope, they're too far. Nope, that's way too out of their way. I don't even want that to be, you know, their problem. And then I came, because I was like, I'm a bad person. Or I'm just bad at being a person. Because, like, who does this happen to? Why is this happening? Really? Like, I don't get it. And then I was like, wait a minute. We can solve this. And I was like, what if I could just get somebody to send me an Uber and I will Venmo them money. I don't know if it's just my Venmo not talking to Uber. So then I was like, okay, okay, I can solve this. But then I couldn't get anybody to answer the phone. (laughs) I tried. I made a solution too. And I was actually kind of like proud of myself for being like, I can get myself out of this. I just need a little help. And that seems to be the running of my life, which is why I know I am meant to be on a team. Like You're I, meant to I be where? On a team. Yeah. Like that's just what I chalk it up to. Like I don't look at situations like this and be like, oh my God, I'm such a mind. We can get down. It's more of like I get that I am a very well working part of this part of the machine you know what I mean it would be like a cog going out and trying to be everything that makes a certain thing when it's like no I'm a, I'm a good cog I'm a good this part I just need a pulley you know I don't know <laughs> but I think ever since I was yeah. really young I've always known I was supposed to be on a team well you got some some karaoke in I did. It was it was such a good night too because like oddly enough, um, that DBA is uh, DBA is my favorite place to do karaoke because one the vibe there is always so always so willing to like I'm like uh, I'm like Marcus. If they don't know you, they'll fuck with you. Like they're cool with you. Um, Sometimes they'll actually fuck with you and, and, and try to start shit. That's very rare. And usually that does happen. There's enough people at the bar that'll be like, no, 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 no. We're not doing this today. What's interesting is like I will, this is what's beautiful. And this is why I can't stand when people go, oh, you're just like me. Oh, you're just like me. I love that we're specific. We brain the same. Mm-hmm and in braining the same as your term it go it's it's also being self-aware that we brain the same but you're totally different and i respect oh. where my world to some that don't brain like me they don't respect my world i'm not saying you gotta like it i'm not saying that I like it. Just saying it's my world. And I'm not saying it for possession conversation or possession peace or possession whatever thing that is possession to it. I'm just saying it's my world. Either the creation of it or 
It's your experience. The manifestation of it. I don't know what you want to call it. I'm not saying that I can't adjust to any other world. I'm just saying in this world, this is mine alone. And the reason I say the things I say is because um, we have it to where we, we think the same, but you know there's going to always be two different outcomes. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it's not even necessarily the standoffish or what she considered if I don't fuck with you. It's just the of my world, people have come to me. People have spoke to me. People have said or complimented me. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's, it's what I'm accustomed to. And that's what's so interesting because when you really think about things and we open up our mind, we go, it's okay for us to be like, hey, they do things different in France. Oh, they do things different in Egypt. Oh, they do things different in Texas. But when it comes to the real people, the real individual, that's unacceptable. If you ain't got a state behind you, you got to do shit that we do. Yeah. I just, people just do different. I do things different in Griffin land. <laughs> you see the esteem of it? It's not even narcissism. I'm not saying it, but whatever you are, that's your land. Okay, you don't own it. You borrowing it, whatever the case may be. But do things different. I just do things different. No, you don't appreciate to do things different. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Then what do you what would you like me to do? And it's so interesting as I had this conversation with the, uh, my other coworker, and I go, when did the changing of the guard come where it was a woman's place to one, show her worthiness to a man and two, change the man into something more? Disney. Everything just starts with Disney. <laughs> it starts and ends with Disney. <laughs> I'm trying to think what I first watched. Like, no. what was your first Disney movie? With me, it has always been personality and looks, and can you just sustain them? Simple. Can you sustain them? I don't want to come in and be like, you know, if you're more funny, I could fuck with you. Oh, you know what you got to do more of? You got to weeble wobble the ass if you're going to twerk it on the D. Come on now. I, I and, and I go, maybe in Griffin land, it's the only land that is ever. I don't go show me your worth because there's four or five other women. And maybe if I had four or five other women, maybe they maybe it would be some competition. I don't know. But I just wonder, when did it become like, all right, I got this man, now evolve him and change him. Look, he wasn't even wearing deodorant when I met him. Now look at him. Like, like we never just go, oh, you don't wear deodorant? All right. Kind of like that, so be on my way now. No, I'll, put, I'll buy it. No, don't change for me. And once you do, it's, oh, you'll change for me? Thank you. And then they play Ken and Barbie with us. What the fuck? Is going yeah. on. Yeah. 
the accessories were on the fucking box. They didn't come. Okay, they came close, some of them. But it was an option. Yeah, I don't think now it's no longer buy a naked Barbies. <laughs> huh? I don't think you just buy a naked Barbies unless it's from the thrift store. That's what they should have did. They should have had naked Egypt Adam and Eve Barbies first. That's where it first should have originated and just went deep. The first originated man. Adam Barbie, Eve Barbie. You know what I'm saying? I would like, legit be okay with instead of like you know how like mommy, they're, they're black. <laughs> I I want them to have instead of just like the little plastic bulge, it's just a, like a little plastic leaf. Yeah, like, embossed leaf. <laughs> and so, like growing up, people are like, "Yeah, that's the leaf." <laughs> Oh, I want to pitch this I idea to, to you. His the, last night. Because <laughs> as we have the synergy zone, our live, I really want it to be the collection of perceptions, something like that. Because I more I read the Bible, the more I go, real or fake, I don't care. Come on now, the stories are fascinating. <laughs> and if you don't think it's real or fake, I go, then you just don't have much in your life to read to uh, associate this with, to relate to. Now, You're I like, don't have majority like Game of this of to Thrones, relate to. Not the Bible. <laughs> What's that? The stories are the same. Oh, man. The first, first Samuel and second Samuel is... But I'm hard-pressed because I do love Ecclesiastes because of Solomon, and I know we're getting into religion, but I'm only presenting this because we got to pitch this idea and I know I have my co-host who has no fear where I go, the pers- the co- it's something about the perception. I know that's in it, and I know I got to go live with it, or we YouTube video it where I read a portion of the Bible, and then I put it in my own words. I love it. And I don't know if we'll get banned, but this is why. This is just a little taste of what I'm talking about here. Example. Example. Amnon and Tamar. In the course of time, Amnon, son of David, fell in love with Tamar, the beautiful sister of Absalom, son of David. Did y'all just go around about to say he loved his fucking, he loves his sister? Wouldn't that make Tamar his sister? I mean, wasn't that like business as usual? This is where it's really discussed. But what I'm saying is don't go away from it. Is that his sister? Say it again. Let me follow. Yeah, you lost me with, with their names. Amnon, son of David, fell in love with Tamar, the beautiful sister of Absalom, son of David. Amnon became frustrated to the point of illness on account of his sister Tamar. It was his sister. But you see the way the Bible put it? It went around a roundabout way where you had to think about it and you're perplexed and you go, why did it just say he he was in love with his sister? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was in love with his sister. 
and it's just the deepest, most, it's a dope chapter. Because you have Amnon, who is in love with his sister, and then he rapes his sister, and then he kicks his sister out. Not even his sister getting any respect after he raped her. Now, I'm just saying, rape is awful. It's your sister. Still show some respect. I'm sorry I raped you. Here's a parting gift, something. You know? <laughs> She's like, you disgust me. Absalom, I know you're talking about some family issues. Absalom then avenges Tamar's. Because, see, here's the funny thing about the Bible. And this is where I go, I don't know how we can go back to this as far as society. Because no one has virtue. But thing is, he raped her. He defiled her. No one's going to want her. She's not a virgin. Not going to go to the highest bidder. That's the show. No king, no nothing. No royalty. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Damaged goods. You know? Like, and it's sad that it's goods It's sad that it's goods. But then it's powerful that it's goods. Because you do have goods. I don't understand about lady. Y'all shit. You have goods. You have marketable goods. <laughs> not in the sense to market it, you know? Which is but interesting. Absalom kills Amnon. Then flees, because David is now, you killed my son. And that's all like, hey, that motherfucker raped our sister. But David, and here's the dopest thing about the Bible. David, who doesn't believe in death, but who is the most murdering individual on the planet. You know, they say Saul killed 10,000. David killed tens of if thousands. I didn't believe in death, I would 100% murder people. Yeah, I mean, he murdered everybody. But David, when it came to family and friends, he's like, you're safe. You know what I mean? And anyway, That's Absalom me. flees and he comes back. And Absalom conspires to overthrow David. Now, here's what I trip out on about the Bible is in this, when you really put yourself there, and that's why like, I would love to read it how I always do, because the weed shit, you really be there. You be on some 3D like, wow, man, it's temples. Oh, man. They, well, they remind me of the, of the cartoons I used to watch when I was little. I don't, it was like Hanna-Barbera used to make Bible like it was these three time travelers and I think they're a dog and they would literally go back in time during the Bible days and just be there and just witness and we things. We don't even have those shows no more. Ain't that a shame? I mean, no we, educational may, stuff we like just that. might not be like, I don't know what Veggie Tales is doing. But, but I mean, this is why I go with perception. I go, yeah, this is what I mean. I go, how do you read it? This is why I read it. I read it with the internalization that this could be me. And then I read it with, I know people like this. And then I read it with, this is happening to this day with everybody. So anyway, this man, Absalom, let me just break down. In the Bible, you know, they wrote, very handsome man. His hair, I've never, I don't know what a shekel is. But it weighed 20 shekels. So it was heavy. Had beautiful hair. Niggas was in the Bible. Fuck y'all. Ain't no white man hair. Is that ever sounds like heavy. White man hair like are love. fucking stringy. They probably don't even weigh an ounce, a centimeter, a, a, 
a, a on say or whatever the hell you want to say. Start using shekel. <laughs> if your weight ain't in shekels and hair, you ain't got good hair. Fuck all that. This man's hair was heavy, and he was a handsome man. So this is what I love with with God or the Bible or whoever wrote this story. Because I'm like, yo, the the, de- the detail was beautiful. So his hair, he tries to overthrow David. Now, like every king, they got advisors. Now, here's the beautiful thing. One advisor said, damn that, I'm rocking with you, Absalom. And what we should do, if you really want to show you king, pulls him to the side. He goes, hey, David left all his bitches here. You need to fuck every one of them in front of Israel. My translation. But that gotta be. You know, all, all his concubines are here. That's what they say, concubines, which is to be conquered. Which, damn, that bind is very good, I guess. I don't know. But left his concubines. They built a tent. They put a ritual damn near. Built a tent, and he slept with his concubines for all Israel to see. If that ain't some shit. I'm just saying, I really wish that somewhere in Hollywood would like, especially the Old Testament, would do the Bible like it's Game of Thrones. Thank you. Because, like, it's funny because when I was, um, the movie Noah, when they when it came out and, like, how he had to, like, change things and he added things, I'm like, dude, like, there's so much in, like, the story that you don't even really need to add that's, like, that's fucked up. <laughs> like, I don't know why I need to be, like making things more Hollywood and whatnot, just stick to like the old testament and you're gonna get some oh the greatest like Tyrell Lannister shit. I mean you get so much jealousy, incest, despair, triumph. Which would would only be interesting because I feel like the uh, the Bible gets this kind of washed as this inspirational quote mechanism, and I, like I don't think a lot of people love your neighbor. Yeah, even even through Christ, most... and that's why I go, y'all are missing. Like I make sure I highlight y'all are missing Dude, some dopest can quotes. I tell you what y'all want to put know? those quotes out? They got a quote that goes, "Such and such God will make your enemies; they'll be your footstool." Why? How's that not at a football game? It's like, John three sixteen. <laughs> John three sixteen. Who deemed that the quote? Yo, I don't know. I want my enemies to be my footstool. <laughs> it's funny because so my grandma was very religious, super religious, which is why I grew up, you know, indoctrinated. And so when she was on her bed, I was like. I can't cry. There's too many people here. I'm not, I'm holding my shit together. Like I've already, I've already dealt with his trenches. I know she's dying. Like everybody's crying. What's your number? What's your number? Were you like, if it's, if it was three, what's your number of cry of who you'll cry in front of? What's your number? Fuck who I'll cry in front of. Oh my God. Who's worthy of your tears? <laughs> not even so much worthy it's i am so used to having to be the shoulder that i have this weird thing to where if you see me cry 
my shoulder gets soggy, I guess. And so like, I think that my really close friends have at least seen me, maybe heard me cry. I don't know if they've actually seen it, but like, I know. I think the best, I think the best cry scene was in old school. <laughs> where Juliet Lewis no. is having a cigarette. Like me, I'm all about the it didn't happen that makes it the best with everything. You know what I'm saying? Like Juliet Lewis, as she's smoking a cigarette, I tried, I said, I'm sorry. And went back to straight face and then put the, the tear face on with no tears. And I was like, that's fucking genius. Cause she's like, I just, this is a new whole new sexual thing for me. And I just go, <laughs> Hollywood introduces things. And I go, damn, I wonder if he could have made that work. And I'm thinking maybe he would have in the talk, but then once the guy comes to the door, is like, yeah, I'm here for the gangbang. Yeah, that kind of ruins it. <laughs> you get home early from the three o'clock and there's a such and such ready to gangbang your own. And it stops right there. I'm not a talker. I'm not a talker. And what I'm trying to think he's trying to say is love is blind. But to my actual <laughs> story about how, when I say how you read things, how you perceive things, I'm always going to perceive things from a comedic mind state. And in my comedic mind state, there's always, as you know, with how I am when I watch to see where's it going and can I guess your punchline? If I can guess it, do you telegraph it? Do you, are you, you know, are you, are you, deceptive it's not discreet. even so much i'm trying to guess it it's like when once you set up a premise i'm my brain is already connecting oh i see where you're going oh i mean that's for you no for me i go i know this already or i guess yeah it, or i've seen the formula or i know and i know who's a critic who's a tough critic because i go and i was like i go that joke doesn't impress me at all but so with that i just say who I am as a comedian, that this is who God created, I read in that kind of way. And so, Absalom, with this, <laughs> this heavy shekel of hair, <laughs> trying to plot to go kill David. So one, his other advisor, I can't even begin to pronounce his name, it's a hit all or something like that, tells him, after he has sex with all the concubines, hey, you need to get all the men up and go kill David. So the son asked the other advisor what he should do. He said, hey, David is a trained killer. Like, his army, his men, they murk everybody. Don't do that. If he comes after you, then it's another story. But don't go after him. So the other advisor, he know who going to win. He know who his ships is on. It's on David. And so he lets David know who is, you know, what they're conspiring to try to do. The other advisor, he just immediately goes home and hangs himself. <laughs> just checks out. And you shouldn't laugh at that, but it's like, yeah, like, you killed him. yourself. And so I just go with everything. I go, we know people that have no logic that go to their demise when there's nothing to really be afraid of yet. Yeah. You see? Then we have people that are really smart to go, hey, all right, I'll play this game. Hey, this motherfucker trying to kill you. 
you know. And so anyway, the armies come, baby whoops ass. Absalom is riding away on his horse and his hair gets caught in a tree and he's hanging there. Ain't that amazing? You don't find it funny. I find it funny as shit. That beautiful hair is your curse as you got caught in a fucking tree. Whoever wrote the shit, if it's fake, that is some of the funniest shit ever. I'm going to get away from you. I got to get out of here. Go, go, go. Fuck. I didn't cut my hair today. Yeah, this sounds like locks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's when they've been hanging niggas from trees ever since. No, I'm just kidding. See? Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> But, but yeah, uh, just to finish the, feel, the, the Bible, the Bible's got some crazy things, it, like especially during like different uh, transitions, because like when my grandma was dying on her deathbed, I like I thought, OK, what what can I do to make her make this is about her. Right. It's not about me. It's about her. What does she need? It is her last moments on this planet. I know she loves her Bible. Let me only crack open this thing and just start reading it. I do not recommend doing that. <laughs> the most, like, I just, I feel, I felt and then like the two like, angels were going to get Sodoma. Whoa. Yeah. I started reading and I was like, this is not appropriate. <laughs> no. And that's why <laughs> to my other point of this, I just go, how was this, as I grew up in Christian schools, mm-hmm. how did we not get permission slips to go on this journey of the Bible? Because we had I look at the Bible children, and I go, hey, this children's shit. versions of the Bible. Well, we I didn't go, this have shit to... is rated R. <laughs> yeah. This deserves a rated R version. Like, See, I you really break like... it down, you would sit there in their wording and go, Amnon. The son of David is in love with Tamar. Tamar, who is the brother of Absalom, son of David. Huh? Some We're just of these not say Tamar is the sister of both of them. <laughs> We're just gonna leave that out. We can't just say Amnon was in love with his sister, who happens to also be David's kid, and David has three kids: Amnon, Absalom, and Tamar. We ain't gonna. We're just not gonna get to you it. You can't have hard names and misdirects. Come on. It's getting, this is why people don't read this. <laughs> no, that's why people the shit go over people's head. God damn it. Yeah, I'm smoking a cigarette on air. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when we used to smoke and pee on the podcast? I feel no, like it's it would be a song. But no. Like I just, I get, now with all conversation pieces, I just get fascinated by it. You should get what? Because this energy zone, I'm telling you, when you, when you um smoke cigarettes and spit. <laughs> I, I never When have. you really get to that place, it's really... Like you should never be disturbed by the obscene. 
it is interesting as like as technology and uh, expectations grow what people will oh i can't i can't listen to that because the, the audio quality or there you can tell there's wind in the background but you know what's crazy is it's all about context because like people would listen to like a 911 call you know what i mean like it all really depends like if this was marketed as like a phone conversation that you're getting to listen in on people wouldn't care about the quality because it's they have this element of like ooh intrigue but because it's something we're like trying to like hey will you please listen to us like if the quality isn't perfect people won't oh and that's or if it's just... like oh my god I... it's an hour and 8 minutes long no you know what i mean like it's crazy what people's attention span has like dwindled down to or just it's, but I go if we had clout, this would I you can't tell me this wouldn't be up there as you know I won't internally I'll be like it's amazing but this Which is, is where crazy. I mean, what I do is I'm fast I like this where I go I would be the type seeing being that we brain alike and maybe I'm wrong. Because it wouldn't happen like this, and I wouldn't turn it down. But I'd be the type to be like, nah, just offer me this, and we do it here like it is. No, I'm trying to offer you money where you ain't got to work, but I like doing it at my job. What if we just built you a building? Like, nah. You know, there's something about this 100%. that I like keeping it like this. I know I, you. That's bullshit. If someone said, we're nah, going to build right. you a building, <laughs> you would then be like, where's Lily's like name going to be? Because like I don't want to. How big is Lily's name going to be? <laughs> We're shaped in a building shaped like an M. I'm like, um, yeah, this is our show. <laughs> Your L is in the back, but um, literally I go, and I could just see it right now, M and L, and it'd be, but, but anyway, but I go, I don't <laughs> mind. I've come to this, and this is what I mean about Zen. Zen is when you see it, that you've experienced and you put a precise thought on it and like your own personal mantra or thesis, that's Zen. And what I mean to say that is I watched a video the other day of T.D. Jakes. And I don't know, it could have been old, but I've never seen it. I've never seen it. And he said, you got to change your people. You got to get a, get away from the people that once knew you because they will not see the person that you're changing into yeah. and they will only see you as that way. And yes, I go, I, yeah. And I go, wow, I had that thought two years ago. But oh, it's TD Jakes. If I said <laughs> it, no one would give a fuck. Well, and that's, a, I think that's and so a you common. get to watch this social media as your thoughts and your words and everything else that you said out there to common people that are around you, just be all these things that go in line with it. And you go, yeah, I just, I, I'm content with missing the following. As long as I have the message within me, then that's all that really matters. Mm -hmm. That's truly really all that matters. It's to keep the message within you and don't let it go astray. 
the beautiful thing about this whole first Samuel, second Samuel, Saul was trying to kill David. David, who killed thousands upon thousands to Saul's 10,000 to Saul's low numbers, was trying to go after a real killer. And this real killer spared Saul's life twice, three times. And his message just goes, I am not put here to kill the anointed one. And so sometimes for people, when you keep your mission, this is your mission. You are not put here to look at the mission that you're on and then assess why these people are trying to block your mission, why these people are trying to help you on your mission, why these people are trying to do anything. Get your energy from, take you from the mission. Your mission is to complete the mission. A lot of people don't even live with mission. There's no intention. There's no purpose. There's no, because I feel like asking like, oh, what's my purpose? Is it like a, is now kind of this big question that people kind of scoff at as in like, ugh, you know, but really to live with intention and to live with a mission doesn't have to be like this grand scope of like the universe's purpose of, of life in general. But like, why, like, why not have a goal that you're, living for. And I think that that's a big thing that people don't have anymore. And I think that that's why there's so much unhappiness because I don't think people really break down the ones that are struggling to my people, my people set attainable goals. Mm -hmm. And my thing is, I don't know what people know is attainable because I set my attainable goal to like hey get up every day and continue on and live this routine and you know once again that's my world where the goal will hit me the goal is to make this show big to make this show something that we do on an everyday if not once a week twice a week basis or whatever the case may be to where we get a check from it that is the goal And I actually, I actually kind of like seeing, like, for me, it's almost kind of like we have, we had a seed of an idea and that was when we were just talking about doing it. Right. And then as soon as we actually started recording, um, that's like putting the seed underground and being like, all right, we have intention for this to grow into something. And I think that it's, it's sprouting. It's like watching this little green little plant coming and peeking out of the ground. And it's going to be exciting to really get to watch it grow. And as long as we just keep giving it what it needs, um, it'll, it'll thrive. Like that's, that's basically what like the design of everything is, is in plants. Like we can learn a lot from flora. Oh, I'm just saying. (laughs) Oh, definitely. And I think that's why, you know, the Buddhists have the state, they have that statement of, is that a seed or a flower? Mm -hmm. Is that flower a seed? You know, the questions. And it started the root of everything, you know? And it's, it's, it's really like to take other people. It's, it's, it's pleasure in doing this. Yeah. You know, and I just want people to, if you can find that balance between 
looking in depth, and then just looking on the surface. I think too many people don't even know how to read things in that sense. I don't read the Bible as the holy grail of, oh my God, this is life-changing material. Read the Bible, because I tell you what it is. Filled with stories, filled with times, filled with history, filled with messages, filled with morals, filled with guidelines, filled with this. You know what I mean? I take it on the surface face value. I don't take it as, oh, all gay people are damned. All women were sexualized in the Bible. Oh, I, uh, uh, I take it for what it is, because there's some women that, like the woman that gave up her last bit of oil or water, whatever she gave up, uh, and uh, I forgot who went there, so forgive me. I forgot who went to the home, but she was blessed with tenfold, twentyfold of whatever she just gave away. Mm-hmm. Like Esther, you know what I'm saying? Like they're they're they've been some powerful women. It doesn't, you know. And you just look at things and you go, "Hey, if you want to concentrate on the negative, it will always be negative." I take like there's something to be said about not taking this life too seriously, but be serious about living life. That's yeah. that synergy zone. Seriously about meditating, but understanding that in meditation, you let everything go because it ain't that serious. Whatever oh, yeah. your thoughts I feel are. Like, I feel like someone who ha- would have the shit that happens to me that take that would take it seriously would probably... Oh, you would definitely. One of my favorite statements that I watch people make, and maybe it's movies. I love overdramatic people. (laughs) I really do. You know what I mean? And I love people to go, God, why me? Why are you punishing me? Really? You really think of all the billion people he took the time to punish you? Really? That is narcissism (laughs) at its finest. Kudos. I gotta get some of that type of guy that particularly picked you out. But you know what's funny? They never do the yang. They never do the flip side. If he particularly picked you out, and if you know of what you know of God, that He doesn't just punish; He blesses. Couldn't He bless you in the same right? Right. You're like, why? Why is He focused? You think He only punishes? And then it goes like a statement that was read today, and I'm sorry, this is gonna come to fruition. I just know it. Somebody gonna love this idea and be like, I wanna, I want to get Griff's take on the Bible. Because <laughs> my 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 thing is as I'm understanding my purpose. And God forgive me for the way I explain it. My purpose is to go, if I can get enthused by the Bible, I can get other people enthused by the Bible. I just don't think people they ha- there's always been this, there's a way to tell the Bible. In the beginning, the Noah and the Ark and animals two by two. Nah. Nah, there's another version that's raw that stops and pauses and be like, man, here these people got led from slavery by Moses. God didn't split red seas. God didn't put plagues on this planet and they complaining. Have you watched that documentary I sent you yet? Haven't done it. Haven't had time. (laughs) (laughs) Put it on my tab. The, the haven't had time sentence bullshit. Cause like here's the thing, yes, you fucking have. However, I know that you just don't want to yet. I think my biggest fear is they're gonna say shit that I've said and it's gonna be like, and these people are gurus of the fucking language of the Bible. And I go, Jesus Christ, like 
No, I, I think I, I, we're doing this concept, but I am, I am, we are going to do this concept. This is a concept <laughs> I really want to do. We're not doing it, goes, it until you watch that because that's it goes in line with angry Buddha. Like, I feel like I can't in good consciousness work on a project with you on the Bible without you knowing where I stand on the Bible. And the best way I can get you to understand where I am is just watch that documentary so that we can be like, all right, now, where do we go from here? You know, it's more like that. Cause it, I need you to know these things. Are they things where I've said it? It's more like, no, it's more like, um, is it a mockery background on who the, who the uh, gospels were? Okay, I could I could mess. With it's that. a completely different like t- it's it's more on the marketing of the Messiah, which is what the. I started reading it. If anybody bit. is interested, I highly, highly recommend it because it really does kind of put it in context. Because like for me. I think religion um, in all aspects are, are basically social contracts that we use as the masses because religion used to be government. I mean, it's definitely, that's why I say spiritual, not religious. So I almost feel like it's, it behooves you, if, especially if you're going to do But you know what's funny? Then I Bible. go, the most spiritual religion is Buddhism. The right. most disciplined religion is Muslim. The most, I, I, these were the tags I go, the most friendliest hypocritical religion is Christianity. I'm sorry. It really is a judgmental. It's got, it's a it's, judgmental it's religion. so twisted. Well, and it's that's judgmental, in my opinion, because it wasn't it wasn't like the first. So I look at them as a religion. I go, "Ooh, you want to be separate so bad." Yeah, I think you can't you be separate. Need to watch the documentary. You huh? definitely, you definitely need to watch. See, the that's why I go. If they do these things, you see where I'm going with this, right? But it it it, it gives you more context, so it's going but if you to think give of this as a work. family. You go. Christianity is like, oh, I gotta find my own identity. And There's a go, lot of hypocrisy. There's a lot huh? of contra- yeah. contradicting because thoughts. They're, and they're ideas picking and... from because here's the thing of Christianity: when you don't really have your own identity, there will be hypocrisy. When you don't have their your own identity, there will be contradictions. When you don't have your own identity, you will be mimicking others and trying to put it in your own sense mm-hmm. it would be like yo you got fubu nike on and adidas who are you uh i come as i am yeah all right but you're coming at all three people understand that you could come at a, well it's the holy trinity oh i i, I get what you're going and all this kind of stuff that's cool well, and I like honestly i i love how how did we get to here on an episode where we're talking about holidays but really christianity has kind of seeped in and been like with the holiday religion over <laughs> other holidays where it's like Easter. Yeah, that's that's yeah. the resurrection of Christ. Yeah, but it also was very pagan. Yeah. Christmas, pagan holiday. 
You know what I mean? And it's yeah. it's very like I remember the breakdown. How do we convert what the is Christmas? Christ. Moss, more Christ. Like, all right, come on now. Yeah, it, no, it's it's Christ, Christ mass. It's the mass yeah. of mass of Christ. It's the the church where we're going to talk about Christ. But as we conclude, bringing it all in. As the world turns, I'm happy to say that I reunited reunited with a friend of mine, very special friend. Does it feel so good? Maybe these things that come as the world turns, like, you know, new people coming to the world. Not new, old, but really happy she's here. And and then also, as far as new people, we will have a guest on tomorrow. Yes. The lovely Marcella. She's a something therapist, a romance therapist. So we're going to have her on. And it's going to be part of our new new segment where we got threesome Thursday. So if you find anything interesting of today, if you find that you want to be on a show, if you want to just find that you want to talk to Lily and I, go ahead and email marcus.griffin68 at yahoo.com. Express your feelings, express your thoughts, or you can message me at Marcus M. Griffin on Instagram, or what is it, the Zenergy Zone on Instagram? Our, our, Zener's, our Zenergy Zone at Gmail. Or Zenergy Zone dot no Zenergy dot zone on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, feel free to comment. Give us your five five best holidays in order. Um, <laughs> you know, and yeah, Top Marcus Griffin on Facebook, best from an attic on Facebook, all that good stuff. Um, be thankful out there. Be thankful. And I'm for quite who you sure are. I'll have a better fourth next year when I'm actually independent. Ooh, are we right. doing a double entendre or something? <laughs> Independent indie filmed in the bus. Let's go. No. Yes. But uh, thank you all for listening, whether morning, evening, or night. We appreciate every single one of you. Signing off now. Goodbye. Have a great day. Bye.